What is up? It's episode six of the Orange Fire Podcast, and I'm not depressed like I have been for the past two episodes. Sorry about that. I was depressed, but I'm not now. I'm happy. The uh, Red Sox killed the Dodgers. I wasn't sure who I'd be for, uh, but when push came to shove, you're going to hear a squeak as I'm moving the table closer to me. Sorry about that. Um, but when push came to shove, I had to be for the uh, uh, for the Do- uh, for the Red Sox. Excuse me, because watching LA lose in the World Series back to back years priceless. Um, absolutely loved it. The Red Sox were just the best team. Um, point that you can make the argument that the um, the Astros were hurt, and that's a, that's a fair argument to make. But um, without a doubt, um, Red Sox were the best team. So congratulations to the Red Sox. Congratulations to the uh, to the entire uh, Boston franchise. It was well deserved. I do have one funny tweet before we jump into this. This excuse me comes from Richard J- uh, Justice, MLB.com correspondent. If you didn't hear in the uh, World Series parade for Boston, the World Series trophy got damaged because someone threw a beer can at it. Yeah, that happened. So uh, Richard Justice tweeted, uh, "All you need to know about Boston, Houston." The Astros World Series trophy was damaged last year during a visit to an art museum. Between a Monet and a Renoir, amid trays of cheese and Chardonnay, Boston's was banged up this week when someone threw a beer can. So unsophisticated. 100% correct, 100% funny, and that's just Boston. So, let us, first off, there have been a lot of moves, um, which is exciting because the season never really ends. So let's start with the, uh, with the Astros moves first. One's the the biggest surprise for me is that well let's just start off with this every free agent that the Astros had um except for Dallas Keuchel did not get a qualifying offer what um is surprising to me about that is Marwin Gonzalez that to me is pretty shocking um Marwin is such um Marwin is such an important part of the team that I could not believe that he did not get a qualifying offer. Um it's kind of depressing honestly. I hope that they work out some deal um but I don't think this is a good first start to be frank. Um because qualifying offers even if you don't take it it's kind of seen as a we we still want you basically. And um, that we did not send that message to Marwin. Uh, you kind of expected it with Marwin's uh, uh, Instagram post last week where it was like, I've had so many great memories here, yada, yada, yada. But even still, very shocking, to say the least. And that's my dog scratching himself in the background because I guess he itches. Um, but I, I, I guess, I, I don't know. It's very confusing to me. Um Having Gaddis to not get a qualifying offer, which uh, I love Evan Gaddis, but let's be real. Tyler White was doing what Evan Gaddis does for for cheaper, and he's younger. Um, and so Evan, I, I know you're you're you don't miss an episode of this podcast. Um, so from the bottom of my heart, thank you for everything. Um, Evan was honestly a fantastic addition to this team he's one of the reasons why we won the world series he is one of those people that started the rebound of this franchise and um he was he was a versatile player he played catcher he played dh 
And um, without a doubt, probably the most important moment ever in an Astros jersey for him was Game 7 of the ALCS against the Yankees, where he hit that. Uh, he hit a home run that got us on the board, and we never looked back. So, sorry to see Evan go. Um, I really am. Um, but that's the business. And baseball, like most sports, is very grueling, very tough, very rough business. And um, sometimes yeah, you just, you, what, what, what you want isn't what makes the most sense economically or for the team. Case in point, Charlie Morton was not extended an ext- and a, a, a qualifying offer. Um, I love Charlie Morton as a person. I mean, I, I just do. I love Charlie Morton as a person. Um, but Charlie Morton, once again, was not healthy towards the end of the year. He's 35, and if he can't stay healthy when he's 34 and 35 and 33, he's probably not going to get any better. Charlie Morton, though, is the reason why there's a World Series trophy sitting at Minute Maid Park and why there's a World Series banner hanging above left central field. Left field, yeah, left central, sorry. Charlie Morton is the reason for that. He's the one that closed it out, and um, Charlie Morton will forever be an Astro. I, I don't think it matters if he goes to the Rangers in 10 years. Charlie Morton will be thrown out of first pitch before a playoff game for the Astros. His, his jersey won't be retired. He won't make the Hall of Fame, but he will be like a Roy Oswalt, like a Chris Burke, like a Lance Berkman. Um, and so I'm very sad to see Charlie go as a person, but as a player – kind of expected um Mal- martin maldonado also did not receive a qualifying offer not a shock we had him for about three months he had some good hits he had some good defense and then he absolutely fell apart in the playoffs um his glove was dreadful his bat was dreadful and so not uh, a shock there what is a shock um in my opinion another shock is we let brian mccann go that, to me, is a shock. Uh, we did not pick up his option, so now he is a free agent. Brian McCann, also one of those players that I hate to see go for personal reasons. Um, M- McCann was another reason why we won the World Series. McCann was instrumental um, in what he did. And the the experience he provided, the quality he provided... Um, he will be very missed. But once again, it comes down to age. It comes down to um, not experience, but but I think age and injury-wise. You know, he's getting older and he had that major knee surgery. And so it, it, it makes sense. And it, it, once again, it stinks. But that's baseball. <laughs> um, so those are the, the main things. The one person that we did extend a qualifying offer to was Dallas Keuchel. And it was a one-year $17.9 million qualifying offer from the Astros. And one hour ago, Brian McTaggart had tweeted out that Keuchel said, quote, I would assume we'll turn it down and look at other offers and figure out what's best. Which basically means he's not going to take it and he's not coming back. So he did say... Um, Let's see here. He did say, quote, I'm a little shocked Marwin and Charlie didn't get a qualifying offer. Not shocked about Charlie, shocked about Marwin. So, Keiko, Dallas, 
I know you listen to every episode of the Orange Fire podcast, although you won't now. Um, once again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You were instrumental in 2015, and um, getting back to the playoffs for the first time, you were fantastic in that one-game wild card against the Yankees. And uh, then you weren't that great last year, and you really sucked it up this year, uh, except for the second half where you were decent, and then we got to the playoffs and you went back to being yourself. So, Keichel, not that big of a miss in my opinion. Sorry, Dallas. Um, he's just he's just not. You know, he wasn't any good this year. Um, we always were coming from behind whenever he pitched. And so, you know, I, I guess for sentimental reasons, yeah, it sucks to see him go. But there are plenty of pitchers out there that are cheaper and better than Dallas. I'm just being real. Um, but it does, it does... My my greatest fear for the Astros is that in a year, Keiko's gone. That's done. But my greatest fear is that in a year, Keiko will obviously be gone. And we'll be sitting here and I'll be talking about how Verlander did not accept a qualifying offer and Cole didn't accept, did not accept a qualifying offer. And then who are you left with pitching-wise? That's my fear. In my opinion, you got to lock Cole down because Cole has one year. Even if you say Verlander's old and we want to see how he does this season, that is completely and totally fair and it's totally granted. You got to lock Cole down. You got to have the number one. And so I think Cole Cole did not do well in the ALCS. I'm not saying I, that was obvious, but you got to lock Cole down. I would lock Verlander down today, but he is getting up there in age. I understand that. But I would still lock him down. I've, he was spectacular this year. He was spectacular last season. I would lock him down, especially since Luna has the um, policy that they do not negotiate contracts um, during the season unless you're AJ Hinch, apparently. So, um, yeah, I not shocked about Keuchel, um, but um, very shocked about Marwin. I'm also, like I said, I'm a little shocked about um, McCann because that now leaves us with uh, one catcher, Max Stassi. And ladies and gentlemen, I can guarantee you that opening day 2019, Max Stassi will not be the starting catcher. I can guarantee you that. The Astros did pick a, a, a catcher, I can speak English, off waivers today. Uh, his name is, let me find it, Chris Herman from the Seattle Mariners. I can guarantee you Chris Herman will not be the starting catcher for the Houston Astros uh, at the beginning of 2019. Um, Chris Herman played like 30 games last year, 30 games last season. He is not going to be um, the starting catcher, but he is from Tumball. So welcome home, Chris, and welcome to the Astros. Um, so the Astros are going to have to go after a catcher. Um, there are a lot of catchers on the free agent market this year. There's, uh, there's, uh, there's Luke Roy to name one. And that's the only one that comes off the top of my head, but trust me, there are more. I did research. I just don't remember anything I learned. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, but Brian McTaggart also has an interesting ar- uh, article, excuse me, that the Astros will probably interest, be interested in, the Marlins catcher, and I want to get his last name right, and I'm sorry if I mispronounce it. 
His name is JT Romuto. I don't know how to say that. Uh, he is arguably one of the best offensive catchers in the league, bat-wise, and he's a good defensive catcher. Um, and we're going to need that because we don't have we don't have a good catcher right now. So we're going to have to have that. We're going to have to have something. And even if it's not Ralamuto, it's going to be somebody because Max Stassi is not a starting catcher. Sorry, Max. Love you, buddy. And uh, Herman, whoever this guy is, you're not. He's not. Sorry, you're not. Maybe, maybe in for Minnesota, one of them is, and maybe for uh, the Mariners, one of them is, and maybe for uh, you know um, the Marlins, which Relamuto is. Maybe you are, but for a team that is trying to build a a winning history, a a franchise of winning, if that makes sense, you're not the starting catcher. You're not. So. They're going to have to make a move, which I have no doubt Loon Howe will make a move. Now, when it comes to starting pitching, I thought the um, Keiko situation would kind of fix itself because Clayton Kershaw had the option to opt out of his contract from the Dodgers and become a free agent. And... On he had till 3 p.m. on Friday, I believe, or today is Friday. I'm sorry, he had about till 3 p.m. Wednesday to, uh, or no, I'm sorry, midnight on Wednesday to do that. And at about five o'clock in the afternoon, the Dodgers said, "We've extended, we've agreed to extend that to three o'clock on Friday." This made me very happy because um, for a split second, um, I thought to myself, "That means he, Clayton's kind of lost faith in the Dodgers. He started going to the World Series and losing." Um, maybe he will opt out, and if he opts out, we go after him with everything we have, and uh, then you have your top three, Kershaw, Verlander, Cole. Boom, done, take it to the bank. That's not what happened. Uh, today they announced that Kershaw has agreed to extend his contract, so he will continue going to the World Series and losing. Good for you, Clayton. Proud of you, buddy. And, um, yeah, so, you know, I wish. <laughs> I really, really wish. So we'll just have to see what they do on the free agent market or if they trade. To be honest with you, off the top of my head, I can't think of a pitcher that I'm like, this is who we need to go get. This is what we need to do. Besides signing Cole and Verlander to extensions. Without a doubt, we need to sign Verlander and Cole to extensions. Um, but when it comes, I, I just I don't know. Um, I've seen maybe Rick Porcello from the Red Sox, good pitcher. Um, I, I, I don't know, you know, I, I just, the fear that is starting to slowly creep in for me is when these guys' contracts come up, they don't resign. Um, Keuchel is doing that. Um, although he's not that big of a loss, but in a couple of years when it's Springer, that's pretty bad. When it's Correa, that's pretty bad. When it's Bregman, that's pretty bad. Um, and so we'll just have to see. Now, thank the good Lord. Um, I don't believe I don't believe Springer's contract is up for at least two more years. Let me look. Da 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 da.
This is fantastic podcasting, I know. Um, yes, there we go. Oh, I am. I'm sorry. I apologize. He is under contract through 2018 through, gosh, that's this year. Woof. Uh, that season's over. Wow. He is under contract through next season. There we go. And then he is uh, arbitration eligible through 2020, which basically means uh, uh, after the next season, which basically means he ain't going nowhere. Um, because, yeah, he's not going anywhere for a while. So don't have to worry about that. Um, Correa, let me look up Correa. Well, he's not going anywhere for a while at least. See, for me, if I'm Springer, this is a side note, but Altuve signed the big deal, and uh, Altuve signed the big deal, and Altuve is going to be retired here. His number is going to be retired. He's going to play every game of his MLB career in a uh, an Astros jersey, and then his number will be retired here, and that's awesome. If I am uh, uh, Springer and Correa and Bregman, dude, get like get like a little mini Yankees where you know Altuve retires here, Springer retires here, Correa retires here, Bregman retires here. That would be insane. That would be awesome. Uh, Correa, wow, he is only making a million dollars next year. Wow. Yeah, and there's no telling when Correa is going to be a free agent either because he is arbitration 2019-2020-2020-2021. So he is under for a good long time as well. And I know Bregman is under for a long time too. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, <laughs> but um, they gotta they got to figure out this pitching thing. Um, the majority of the bullpen is back. The bullpen did a good job this season, except when they got to the playoffs and then they kind of fell apart. Um, and so the bullpen, not that big of a concern. Um, but it, it, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting off season. So I, I mentioned the Clayton Kershaw thing. That's big. Uh, another big thing that happened is Brad Osmus, former Astro. Uh, he took the manager job of the, uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So he will be a division rival now, which is going to be weird because I remember growing, growing, growing. I remember growing up watching um, Osmus in an Astros jersey. So it's going to be very weird watching him manage against the Astros. That's going to be weird. But he took that job. Congratulations, Brad. I know you listen to every episode of the Orange Fire podcast. And, um, uh, also, the Rangers, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, they fired their manager, and the third base coach of the Los Angeles Dodgers is apparently in the front running to get that. So you're going from losing every year to the World Series to watching someone lose it every year on your television. So congratulations to you. I don't even remember his name. Um, it's because he's in Arlington. I just, you know, I mean, he's a Dodger coach to begin with, and he takes over as the Rangers. You just, you you have no meaning in my life. Um <laughs> that sounded mean. Um, so yeah, that is pretty much everything going on. Um, like I talked about last time, I do not know how often I'll be doing these in the uh, uh, in the off season because there is no baseball. Um, but uh, whenever we make a big move, or or whenever there is a big move, for example, where is Bryce Harper going to go get overpaid? Is it here? I would love that. Is it? Uh, <laughs> is it? Um, 
God, can you imagine? Sorry, side note. Can you imagine if we lose Marwin and pick up Bryce Harper? Oh, my Lord. That would be heaven on earth. Um, wow. That would be amazing. Uh, also, big news, where's Manny Machado going to go? Manny Machado did not help his stock. Manny Machado would have been it would have been good for him to have stayed in Baltimore and waited it out and just waited his contract out and 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 you got to feel in, like if you're a Dodger front office employee you gave up picks you gave up picks for Manny Machado to get you a ring he didn't get you a ring and now he's gone that sucks <laughs> that really sucks and so, and he did not help himself. He did not have a good World Series. He came across as an overpaid player who was dirty. He came across as a dirty player. So, we will see. Uh, I, can t- I can guarantee you we're not signing Manny Machado because we have Bregman. So, uh, that will do it for episode six. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Everywhere you listen, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor wherever. I appreciate it. Thank you guys very, very much. We are less than 150 days from opening day. And it's March 28th against the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa Bay. I don't know how we got two opening days back-to-back that are away from home, but we did. But it doesn't matter. Um, And also, if you're curious, the ESPN Power Rankings are out, and the Astros are ranked number one. Boston's ranked number four. I don't know if I agree with that. But we're ranked number one, and I agree with that. And so we are definitely in this thing to win another championship. We're in it. We we are without doubt coming in division favorites. Who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna beat us? The Rangers give me a break. The A's give me a break. I mean, the Angels give me a break. The Mariners give me a break. The only team that poses any sort of threat is the Mariners. I'm sorry, is the is the A's? Wow, I'm getting my teams mixed up. I apologize, and I don't think they're gonna be able to pull it off. So. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Um, if you believe in God, send up a prayer for the Rockets. I have them on. They're losing 38-30 to 30 against the Nets. Against the Nets. We really need Jimmy Butler. And 40-30. to 30. All right. Well, we're about to go 1-6. and six. So, with that being said, thank you guys for listening again. Really appreciate it. I will, um, I, I will definitely... Um, do episodes as things develop this off season. And uh, if you'd like, give me a follow on Twitter. I am at Scott Andrews one nine seven. Love to see you guys follow. And uh, thank you guys once again for listening. Have a good rest of your week. The podcast you just heard was published with anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show, send them a voice message using the anchor app free for iOS and Android.